Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody, it's Annalena here and welcome to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast. I am so excited to have someone very special here with me today, which is the amazing Amanda Yuan. She is my accountability sister in a mastermind that we are both part of and she really has become a very good friend and also a huge source of inspiration for me and she has a very own podcast and um, called Bounce Out of Bed and Amanda is an experienced lifestyle coach, a meditation teacher, helping high achieving women shift from mad to magnificent using a blend of hot signs and cool spirituality so they can bounce out of bed in the morning just like a podcast and her signature approach shows clients how to get clarity and connection through focusing on their values goals and purpose to creating lasting change and through her first business as a health professional around the world Amanda has experienced burnout and developed the skills needed to manage the hurdles of life before the curveball hits and she has developed fabulous customer interaction skills and she lives in Western Australia, has two young adult daughters, and she loves to swim in the ocean every morning. And I know I always see your pictures and I love them so much. So welcome, welcome. Can you actually say that mad to magnificent yourself? Because it sounds so much cooler when you say it. <laughs> Thanks, Annalena. I help high achievers shift from feeling mad to magnificent. Exactly. I just love it when you say it. <laughs> Amazing. So we are here today and as always in divine timing, because we have been talking about this for quite some time, right? But I think we both had to slow down a little bit, right? Absolutely. I think we both were called to start a podcast around Christmas time or mm -hmm. sort of December. And we thought we might be able to do it before the end of the year. And I mean, we didn't really have a time frame separately. Like we just said, we know what's going to happen. Mm. And then things get in the way. Oh, it takes longer than you think. And it wasn't until we slowed down, we were really determined. And I say we, because we're in contact with each other across the other side of the world. But, you know, our podcasts were completely separate. But I just was ebbed on by you. And I think you were by me by just going, it's going to happen. We're really determined. And the slowing down made a massive difference. Yes. Um, and just to let everybody know that's listening here, Amanda was an integral part of me starting this podcast and vice versa. And you started your own. We, we both launched it, I think, January-ish 
um, beginning of the year. So we have been on this journey together. I was on your podcast as well. And then recently I realized you haven't been on my podcast yet. So, <laughs> um, and I think very recently um, you had been again asked to slow down a lot. So would you want to share your incredible success story? Yes, so the universe, I call it a higher power, whatever's out there. Uh, I do feel very guided by and sometimes very surprised by. So I, you know, you, you know what you want to do when you, you know your soul's purpose and podcast was one of them and starting with more clients and group programs and all these ideas just keep flowing when I slow down. Then I speed up again and things get a bit nuts and out of control, in, in, if that makes sense. Like not, not really, I'm not out of control, but I get back to that busy person that I used to be. And this year I didn't have a choice to slow down. I still managed to launch the podcast and I'm grateful that I did. And it probably happened because I had to slow down. I had a daughter moving to Sydney across Australia. I'm in Perth on the West Coast and it's a five-hour plane flight away and she's gone there to do dance school for two years and she's my youngest and the oldest doesn't live with me. So we were taking her over there to find her a home and do all those things. And I had started to get migraines back in August and never had them in my life probably the first time I've actually really talked publicly about them because I just felt that that's not what happens to lifestyle coaches. They don't get sick or, you know, they, they have their act together. And when I got to Sydney, things were pretty full on. I've got lots of friends there, hadn't seen anyone for three years because of the pandemic. And my sisters both live there a little bit north of Sydney and it was full on. And I started to get two to three migraines a week while I was there. And some days it was really hard to leave the hotel to really do much. Mm. And I was really stressed about it because I had all these things. So I took my mic with me. I had all the business stuff I wanted to be doing, seeing clients. It was way too much. I, you know, two to three weeks of just doing nothing wouldn't have been a problem. Mm. Um, but I got back to Perth and I the migraines got worse I was trying to reach out and find solutions for them I was looking within as well but I wasn't really slowing down until I got four in a week and then I got COVID and quite a long COVID so I had a month of really not being able to do very much and literally I couldn't even post for two weeks there was no um, social media and I had to cancel my clients I could barely I think you heard me um, probably in the third week just so full of yuckiness and and then when I started to feel well again the migraine I haven't had a migraine for six weeks oh, from amazing. spending a large amount of time on the couch sleeping a lot really not doing very much and last week I had my best week in business and it just blows my mind. Yeah, I just want to take a pause here right now, everybody else that's listening, because this is, I mean, first of all, right, just to reflect this back, 
the migraines, first of all, and, and I know we have been talking about it, but it's, it's not so easy to see it in the moment. And, oh, okay, like we don't just, okay, I'm just going to take a couple of weeks off to see if the migraines go away, right? Because our mind is like, but I got to do this and have to show up and I have to be busy and, you know, and then it's like life forces us. And, and I had COVID myself and actually in right after I launched my podcast in January and same thing, I had to slow down. Like what did, was not a choice. And it, I actually, now that you're saying this, I also, at that time, I had my best month in a long time after I, yeah, didn't do much at all in a couple of weeks, just like you said. Right. And when you shared the start, I mean, especially with the migrants, because, you know, like I share, we are accountability partners in our mastermind. Like I have been feeling with you, the migraines, and I have known they have been going on for a while. And you saying now I haven't had a migraine in six weeks. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just freaking amazing and incredible, you know? And especially of course, in the moment we're like, oh, I have COVID, why is this happening to me? Seriously. But like how, like what I want to put out here for the listeners, just ask yourself, how is this happening for me? And like you hear in Amanda's case, you know, she kicked some major things after like incredible, amazing clients came away, best money revenue in a really long time. So this is just incredible when you stop chasing, right? <laughs> and I mean, we have learned the opposite. Let's get real. I mean, what, what, what's the mindset that most of us have about especially creating a successful online business? That we just, well, we, we, when we have great coaches, they say it can be easy and you can slow down. And when you're in it, you just can regress back into past behavior and what society teaches us that conditioning of you've got to work hard and be busy all the time to make magic happen and what we've learned and witnessed with each other and um, certainly uh, the other women in our mastermind is that the more you slow down the more miracles do happen and I think that's a huge lesson in from, from that. It's like, let's not get sick or last year I broke my big toe and I was in a moon boot for eight weeks. Let's just take messages from the universe when things aren't going our way instead of getting busier. What happens if we slow down without permission from being sick or without that external thing happening to you? Mm. Yeah, it's just so powerful. I'm, I'm still have to be honest. I'm still amazed by it. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure it's a lifetime because it's a lifetime of conditioning. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm 52 and I that's half half a century of conditioning. I watched my mum live a crazy busy life and drop dead when she was 69 of a stroke. And I'm sure it was because she never slowed down. She didn't give herself any time. She was outwardly well. But why did she drop dead? Like she, mm. she literally, you know, had a stroke and that was it. And I was living that life, that secondhand life that I thought I should be living. And it wasn't until I started to slow down 
And I'm sure you see it with your clients, Annalena, too. And yeah, I, I, I mean, I get goosebumps as you're saying it, but um, yeah, if you happen to work with me or Amanda, <laughs> we, we help you to slow down and it's so counterintuitive or because like this conditioning, right? Because actually your intuition actually tells you to slow down because, but we can only access our intuition when you do slow down. So that's a little bit of a conundrum, right? People are so fast, busy, hustling that you don't actually hear those intuitive nudges. And what I have found is that, and especially because, you know, I'm into human design, of course, and the majority of human design is in some way or form, actually for all the types. When you slow down, you tune into your body. You see those little signs that are surrounding you, right? You, you see the invitation or you respond to something that you see or somebody's asking you, which otherwise you probably wouldn't even hear if you would be moving so fast. And the amount of magic that I have seen with clients, it's like, you cannot explain like, what I, I, there's no logic behind basically, but it's like people literally make those quantum leaps. And we often talk about that quantum leaps and actually, when we go really deep into the human design chart, it also one of the gates and the centers down in the root center, there's a gate, which is all about stillness. And it, basically what it teaches us, like this pressure we have to do and act and make things happen can only come successfully from a place of stillness. So if we do not slow down, we also cannot speed up, right? Because if you just go fast, 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 it's like a marathon run. I mean, at some point, yeah, you make making progress, but at some point you're just going to get exhausted and exhausted. And the person that rested for a couple of hours, they're going to be like, boom, passing you and crossing the finish line. And you're going to be like, oh, damn it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's true. And it's just those reminders too. Our brains are not supposed to be switched on all the time um, when we're not being chased by a tiger and we can't be creative without that space. And creativity is where it all comes from. I mean, none of us are doing this entrepreneurship without being creative. You don't have a podcast without some creativity happening and be able to work with clients or do whatever you're doing. You've got to create something from nothing and if your brain's full all the time it just doesn't it doesn't happen but it is easy to get back into that space of crazy busyness I call it instead of calm busy mm, yeah and I'm wondering do you also have this now that um, my body literally sometimes doesn't allow me to stay on the computer screen sometimes like I, I literally I, I know my body literally I feel the tension and sometimes I'm trying to, no, I need to get this done, but it's almost like the universe is guiding me at all times. And if, if I don't listen, yeah, you get that slap in the face a little bit like, Hey, you better listen and go out in nature, go for a walk. And that's when these ideas drop and like, Oh, this is what I want to post. Or let me reach out to that person, you know, or when you, mm -hmm. when you take that shower and you're singing and all of a sudden you have this like, oh this is my next idea or something like that right it's always in yeah in, in the slowing down process yes it's it 
There's no doubt about it. Like there's, we, we can't pretend it doesn't happen like that. And you just, the crazy business. Yeah. I mean, there's always times in our business where we're launching a new program or, you know, you're doing your certification um, in human design and then we get busier and we have busier moments, but we must schedule the time to rest after that. Mm-hmm. And that's certainly a work in progress for me. And I've just resigned from being a podiatrist, which I was only doing half a day a week. <laughs> but I, I've only got two more, two more sessions to go. And that's been something I was hanging on to and it made me even more busy because I, you know, the, the business was getting busier with my coaching, more clients are coming on board. And then I had less time because I was still clinging on to this because I was told by society that it's safe and you should keep doing it because, you know, you did a university degree and, and I'd had it for 30 years. So it becomes part of my identity. So then I'm, if I find the beginning of the week, I'm rushing because that takes out a full day. And because I wasn't enjoying it, wasn't aligned with it, Mm. took out my Sunday night, ready for the Monday. Then I was so exhausted after doing it because it's sucking my soul dry. And then by Tuesday, I'm recovering. And so, you know, that I just thought that's crazy and I can't work with clients or I can't slow down and do more of the fun stuff, spend Mm. more time at the beach and do more play and all of those things that help us be so creative. I love that play in particular. So I would love to hear from you a little bit uh, because I love your slogan, right? From meh to magnificent and bouncing out of bed. And I have to be honest with you, like I would like to bounce out more out of bed. So what is your best advice to, yeah, get from a place of like, yeah, really bouncing out of bed with excitement? There's, There's a fair bit to it. But it's basically being really aligned with what you do and enjoying what you spend your time doing if you need to earn money and you have a a job or you create a job and being really aligned with that and creating magic in your days or, or making sure that there is magic in your days so that there's something to look forward to. If you think about kids at on a birth, it's their birthday. They're going to bounce out of they bounce out of bed. Are we waking you up at that's true. 5 a.m. Or, or earlier. And the presses are downstairs. Yeah. That's right. We're, and sometimes there's things outside our control where if we have a family and we've got to do these things, you know, don't necessarily make it exciting. But the biggest thing I would say, the biggest tip would be to not engage with your thoughts the minute you wake up, to set an intention the night before that you're going to get up and to listen to that, what I call a nighttime brain, because it's much wiser sometimes than your morning brain. Mm -hmm. And then when you do wake up, you set the intention the night before to get out of bed. That was a very wise move that you made. Your your brain was telling you um, something for a reason. And then when you wake up, you think, oh, I've had a terrible night. I feel like rubbish. And the kids woke me up or... (laughs) The dog was snoring or my partner was snoring or, you know, all these reasons. I'm just going to hit the snooze button and stay in bed a bit longer. And then you get up and you're racing and you've got no space and you get um, to whatever you're doing, the next thing you're doing and you're exhausted already and miserable. And so it's just 
not hitting the snooze button and not engaging with thought and just going, this is what I need to do. Uh, Mel Robbins is great with her five, four, three, two, oh, one. I was just, just going <laughs> to, funny, I was thinking, I was going to ask you about it. I love her. She's amazing. Um, and I have to be honest, I did bounce out of bed today um, because I got this notification podcast with Amanda. I was like, yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> so no, but I, but I love that because it's also right like with anything it's a habit and if we are used to hitting the snooze button then that's what's comfortable and feels safe to us so we gotta kind of get out of that comfort zone a little bit to just practice that so I love that with that in setting the intention so and and this I really love the thing and you know what isn't our birthday every day because we're alive I really had that thought when you were saying and I was like oh, if I can reframe it like that, because yeah, on your birthday, you're like, you know, I, I must remember my mom, she, um, when I woke up, there was a cake downstairs and some candles and the presents on the table. And I do that now too for my daughter. And I know she's like so excited when she sees it. And so maybe I'm going to put something like a little present every night on my table now for myself or something. <laughs> I love this. So thank you for that inspiration. I, it's so beautiful. And um, so you work with high achievers. So tell us a little bit about like, who's your ideal client? What is the amazing work that you do together with them? So wh where do you take them like from point A to point Z? So it's interesting that you mentioned the high achievers because I just, uh, a new client started with me He's starting with me this week and we had a chat last week and she's she's been following me for a while and she knows what I do listen to my podcast and thought I, this you're speaking my language and then she said the only problem is I'm not a high achiever and I've been I, I knew knew who she was and what she did she's a photographer and um has young kids and is you know a real she's a high achiever but she didn't see herself as one because she said I'm quite lazy I do watch telly and I uh and you know but she's she's always got great ideas and you know doing all this stuff amazing photography work and running running around with the family and and just wants to get the most out of life and I said you're a high achiever a high achiever is the one that feels guilty for watching telly If you're not a high achiever, then you, you don't care. You wouldn't call yourself lazy for watching telly. So that was a giveaway. Yeah. And and when she was getting really emotional around, around that as well. So just uh, I heaps of goals and just wanting the most out of life. And um, I guess my clients come to me when they're seeking and seeking and seeking the next thing to bring them joy. And they're so busy doing that, that they're forgetting to live here and now, which they don't realize that that's their problem. They're just always wanting to feel better. They think they should feel amazing with what they have and how lucky they are. And they're really grateful for all of that, but they're still feeling like something's missing and they're not organized enough or they're not um they're not clever enough or they're not they're just but they're, the next thing will make them happy and they're always living for the weekend or for holidays rather than finding joy in every day and it's a struggle to get out of bed mm. not hitting the snooze button usually isn't an option because they're miserable and really unhappy and you know bordering on mm. um, feeling really depressed or anxiety is increasing their partnerships not working so well or having fights all the time with their family and they're 
they know it's not them, but they just don't know what to do about it. So they're getting overwhelmed with their to-do list and feeling like they've got no clarity and they're feeling a bit lost. Even if they found their purpose, they're still just scrambling. Like you say, without that slowing down, they're scrambling to find the answer. So we look at their values and how are they spending their time? One of the first thing is the time audit. And one of my clients, I was... I was exhausted just listening to what she was doing with her days and she was expecting to fit all these things in, yet there was no space for anything else. It was one thing after the other and she was working in kind of five different locations and driving in between them and just and getting home at 7 o'clock at night and I was, mm. it was exhausting and a type of thing that I used to do. I mean, I was, I was that person that was just, it was nonstop. I didn't know there was a choice and now... There, I realize there is. Mm. So, yeah, and I love that. And it's, I have realized that so many times we're really our, if you talk about who's my ideal client, right? It's just like your own journey, you know, because like you have been through it. Like, I always find, I mean, you can have all the qualifications and things like that, but your life experience, you know, you have been there and you have overcome it. And you are, you are, and I know you are bouncing out of bed. I mean, I see you at 5am at the beach or 6am whatever it is in Australia like all the time with this big smile on your face you swim in the ocean I mean you're just a I really like if if you would ask me like vitality like I would say Amanda you know like you really like you you embody it and and we can that's another thing like I really feel like you can culture on anything that you embody you know because you have been there and you are energetically aligned with that, you know? So that's why I just, when you speak, I, I really, I can feel it. So. Oh, it, and it, it, now I've got goosebumps. Thank you. And it's taken a journey to get to this place where I know this is my purpose and I'm here to help others rise up, whether it's living their purpose or finding their purpose. And just bringing that joy back, being like a kid and, you know, just introducing play because we forget what brings us joy and play. And, and I certainly did for a while. I think I've always had a bit of it in me. I, I do love incidental play, like jumping on the shopping trolley and going on it down the aisle or jumping in puddles if I'm walking in the rain like a kid does. Um, but it just brings you back into the moment and it's so much fun and I aim to put my head on the pillow every night thinking what did I do for fun today and feeling just that sense of calm and peace and ease and I can't I don't do that every single day but I really do aim to and yeah and doing more of what I love and I wasn't living in complete alignment and I have to walk I can't be expecting my clients or anyone else to transform their lives if I haven't walk the talk like leaving a career of 30 years that wasn't bringing me joy and so yeah when I see my other clients and I'm telling them they need to get in alignment I thought I'd better do it myself so there's nothing I teach that I don't practice and it's really me uh, being the coach now for people that I wish I had Mm -mm. five years ago two years ago yeah yeah no, it's it's so true. I have that same realization many times. 
that's why we are we are our best clients like i'm that coach that i needed a couple of years ago and i'm gonna show you guys now the shortcut how you can get there and and then we oh you have to slow down i was like what that's how i get there faster yeah <laughs> so one thing i want to um kind of dive into a little bit because you were talking about one of your clients and like she said she's not a high achiever like what came up for me when you were saying that is like what do we define as being a high achiever right so i guess our conditioning is like busy busy get stuff done and, and yeah be like an overachiever but in the context and and of course also now with you know a little bit about human design right and how everything in human design is about less is more and we all need to rest and we have to slow down and in particular um types like manifestors projectors reflectors but really any type any human benefits from actually slowing slowing down so how has that helped you with also the perspective of human design no no you're not too deep into that but just a little because i know i talk about it all the time right so you're in my world um has that has that helped you that that whole awareness of you know what human design is about Absolutely. And I've been thinking about it during the process of the conversation because my self-acceptance has come a long way, probably through human design. And the reason I'm not too far into it, and we've had this discussion before, I didn't know my birth date. So that was a real issue to try and find out. And I'd be, you know, it was a long process to get that clearer. But I also like, like to find out my client's human design as well and, and other profiling. But I find human design is the one I can relate to the most and can relate to the most for my, myself. And it's helped me beyond just, just not being hugely into it and only new to it in the last year. But it's helped me exponentially, I would say, out of all of the tools, it's helped me the most to be accepting of myself. And, and just knowing that my way is a unique way and it's okay. And, and just being able to relate to so many of the things that you talk about and it really makes a massive difference. Just go, oh, so I can do it this way. And this is pretty normal. I start things and I don't necessarily finish them and I don't have to. Yeah. I was just actually, um, yeah, talking about that my, myself. Yeah, because, yeah, so just to share. So um, you're a manifester, right, 4-6? Yeah. Um, taking that, the, we got the birth time, right? Um, but you, you definitely have the manifester. If not, it's a manifesting generator. So you have that manifester part in you. And I know this for myself, because being a manifesting generator, we also have the manifester part, which is about you have to follow this internal creative spark, right? Where you just like, you have this divine download and you you like this thing that I was talking about, your body just doesn't allow you not to do it or it doesn't allow you to do something that's not in alignment, right? And it's sometimes it's just something in the moment you have to explore and experiment with. And we don't finish everything, you know? And I mean, that for me was, and every actually manifesto and manifesting generator I talked to, like, it's almost like a cry out of relief kind of thing or every time, yeah, I don't finish anything. Um, um, I'm not achieving anything. And da 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 da. And then when they're like, 
oh, this is actually how I'm meant to be. This is okay. And I mean, like you turn into superwoman all of a sudden or superman because you are like, oh, I have been living in alignment. And I, because of this societal conditioning, which by the way, nobody, it's not like we have a conditioning army out there. This is as humans, all of us from growing up from our ancestors, parents and everything. Like we just don't know any better right that's what has been programmed in our little computer brains you know and it's like I always like it, it puts a touch of humor into it you know like we are laughing right now it's like oh yeah I mean I, I got it right all this time so I guess it's time to finally trust myself you know <laughs> um, and imagine in a classroom Imagine that when we're, you know, six and seven where the teachers understand our human design and they can work with it rather than making us fit into a mould and then our whole life thinking there's something wrong with us because we didn't fit that mould or we couldn't ever fit in to what. And, you know, and I'm speaking from a place where I was, I sort of blended into the school system okay and I did fairly well academically uh, I certainly wasn't as good as I thought I should be, but if I knew more about my human design, I could have coped with exams better and the pressure better and all of those things. And I was just trying to follow the rules and that didn't yeah. necessarily work. Still doesn't. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And also with what you were mentioning, your client, I mean, so many people say that, yeah, I'm lazy. I'm not productive. I'm not a high achiever. But when you learn about human design, you actually learn that, you know, you have to actually slow down. And and what if you spending a day and watching Netflix, which doesn't have to be every day, but once in a while, maybe that's exactly what you need. You know, maybe that's that's okay. And you just, especially for all the moms out there, right? Just, you know, because sometimes we are forced, like something's up with the kids and we don't get any work done. But the the creativity that's there and just the play like you were talking about it just being being in the pro, in the moment with your kids you know because you're so distracted all the time I know myself I mean sometimes it's hard to just put that phone down and just just give your child like 10 minutes of divided undivided attention you know maybe that's high achieving and I really think so <laughs> or going for a walk and looking at nature and and I think we have to just redefine what high achieving is absolutely for sure and I think when you are a high achiever in the society that we're working on changing Annalena and yeah (laughs) that's right absolutely I think you'll always be striving for more out of life and that's guess how I define it is you just want to make the most of your time on earth and to be for me it's serving my purpose and so I naturally want to be doing more because I I want to achieve more and live to my highest potential I guess that's more how I would describe a high achiever and as we spoke of before, I've been conditioned to think that to do that, I have to be constantly busy and doing a hundred million things, but they're not necessarily all the things I'm aligned with. And what I've learned is the slowing down makes a massive difference. It's not going to change me wanting to achieve so much. 
Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, right. Like, because this is also normal. We humans, we, we need to feel like we are evolving. Right. And we are on, because we get bored, all of us, right. If you're always staying at the same and we never like step into our hearts calling. Right. And, and we are here, like you say, to achieve something. But the, the funny thing is, which again, for the mind is so hard is that when we do less, when we're more in the present moment, when we do slow down, we actually achieve more and it still is like that doesn't make sense I learned that in math when I add things together that equals to more I, I cannot just do one and then minus two then I have minus one right in math, it, it, math doesn't apply anymore you know but it, it's really this like okay you slow down by five and then you take this very effortless aligned in the moment inspired it action and you move forward a hundred and you're like what just happened <laughs> or you can go like okay I go one and one and I never stop and it gets slower and slower just like we talked about the, the marathon runner that's being passed by someone that rested so yeah it's it's a it's a new science I am oh. <laughs> it's always like so much into math and now I'm realizing math does not apply anymore it's it's like you and I having this podcast right now you know like it's like I'm one person you're one person and we can individually talk and go out there but by you and me coming together it's more than two it's like the impact that we can create through collaboration through accepting each other and loving each other and supporting each other it, it can be like a million fold if I feel like. So it's like one-on-one -on -one is not two anymore. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing what happens and we're talking about the collaboration and coming together. I think you explain it really well Yeah. when, yeah. when you say that one-on-one -on -one doesn't just make two. You, mm. you just, it, it and, and it's only by slowing down. I, just, I still can't believe the miracles that happen. Um, you know, I said I had that those five weeks and then I didn't have the energy to speed up mm. straight away because I had what, the long COVID, I guess, and I was tired. So I couldn't do a huge amount. And then all of a sudden people are reaching out to me in my DMs saying, how do I work with you? And can you talk, talk to me about your programs? And I'm thinking, well, I didn't just launch anything and nothing happened and I had the best week. Yeah. ever by not doing so much it's when you're scrambling and you're in that space of I have to make more money I have to make this work I've been trying to do it for so long and you're kind of clinging onto the edge of a cliff mm. that's when no magic happens and yeah. you get more and more frustrated and actually this reminds me you launched like a hundred day live Facebook challenge right and and you were forced to stop it Right. I was, and that was extremely difficult as a recovering perfectionist to yeah, stop that. Exactly. <laughs> and then I came back on when I was well enough and I said, I'm still doing 100 days live. I'm not guaranteeing that they're going to be consecutive, but I will do. I'm up to day 25. I Hello. will do 100 days live. But I, but I love that. And so this is another thing. And again, human design teaches us this. Because we, we have a channel in human design, it's called the, the 515 channel. So the five 
energy is all about fixed rhythms and patterns. So people that have the five energy, they usually, they do really well with like these morning routines and habits and things like that. And the 15 is, is all about extremes, but having also compassion because, you know, just like in nature, we have extremes and we basically all humans, we have all of these energies, even if we have them like defined in our charts or not. And what you were just describing is this beautiful thing of like, you can still show up consistently within the flow. And because what happens is like, when we say, okay, I'm going to go hundred days live. We're not allowing ourselves to go with the flow with nature because our mind is like, I have to be here every single day. I have to show up daily because this is what my visibility strategy is. But if your body is not on board and I, I really have learned anything that I force, mm-mm, it just does not turn into anything. It causes probably more problems because the universe wants us to learn that you got to trust. And when the time is right, and sometimes it wants us to take a week break. Sometimes it's a couple of days. So yeah, you can still show up a hundred days, but maybe over 300 days, you know, that's right. I think that's just beautiful and that you're embracing that. So thank you for, for leading the way and, you know, and not just feeling discouraged, like, Oh no, I didn't make it. I'm going to do it my way. The way it feels good to me, that's what you're showing me. And I, I love that. Yeah, and it, feel, it feels it is all about doing what feels good and not because you think you should be doing it. And the beauty of podcasts too, as you would have found, Alina, you can bulk record things when feeling great and you've crossed paths with the right people. I have no, well, my strategy is, oh, they sound really interesting. I'm going to invite them on my podcast and then, you know, try and have two or three ahead. But mm. sometimes that doesn't work either. And then you might record a solo episode. And so just... Yeah. I, yes, yes. And I have to say, like, I'm flying by my pants with my podcast and I'm loving it. Like, I have no agenda whatsoever. Like, give me a strategy. I'm going to scream. <laughs> but it works perfect. It works beautifully. And if I if I don't have a something recorded, I have a divine download and I do my own thing. And it's freedom, right? And if you want to do an extra episode, we can do that for 10 minutes and just share. It's... I love podcasting. And that's another thing I think for both of us, right? We, because I did a YouTube channel about a year and a half ago, but uh, it didn't feel right, but I gave it a try, you know, and the podcasting is just so much easier because also my human, our human design, right? We have the energy going to the throat, we had to speak and talk and I don't have to do the video editing or anything like that. And it's easy and it's fun. And I have to also say, I'm a person, I rather listen to stuff, you know, like when I clean the house, I go on a walk, but this constantly looking at a screen, I can't take it. It's overstimulation for me. I'm a, I'm a highly sensitive person. So I also learned like, okay, I also put out there what I as a person more consume. So very interesting, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like aha moments talking to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and same because we kind of been doing the podcasting for I think I recorded my 20th episode today with Huda, who we both uh know in our mastermind. And that was that was a joy. That was about 12 hours ago, and we we're talking about money harmony. Hmm. And 
It's just, we've been planning to do that for ages and it sort of evolves when the time is right. And it's just trusting. And that's what human design has taught me to just trust that I am who I am and that things will cross my path when they're meant to, and when it feels good and it has to feel good. And anything that hasn't felt good with a you know, a previous business coach I might have worked with and they've said, you've got to do it this way. And I've gone on calls with people and I've just gone, oh, he said, I'm going to do it because I'm determined and I'm driven and I'm like, and then it just feels icky. Mm. And that is not an alignment. So it's just working with and luckily the business coach that we share is all about doing things the way it feels good for you yeah which is yeah it's holly so important <laughs> so i love that amazing um as we know we could go on and on and we'll probably do another episode at some point because amanda has so much wisdom to share and we want to share with you guys our journey right so i want to thank you for being here and before we get off i have two more questions for you the one is like What's your one final nugget of wisdom for the listeners? And then how can somebody that's interested to get in touch with you, they want to know more, how to work with you, how can they do that? So the last final nugget would be to do things your way. And if you want to change your mornings, you can change them, but they need to be aligned with the way you want to do it. So it doesn't mean you have to get up at five o'clock in the morning. It just means... If you want to change something, work out how you want them to look and then you can work towards that. And it is a challenge to do it on your own. So do ask for help if it's not through me, through a friend or Annalena or somebody else. And you can find me at amandayuan.com. It's E-W-I-N and the same on socials. Amanda Yuan Coaching is my business page and Instagram is Amanda Yuan. And my podcast, Bounce Out of Bed, is thriving and I'm loving it just as much as Annalena's loving hers. And you can listen to Annalena and I talk with Annalena being the guest on there. I can't recall which episode. Yeah, um, it was but early on. Yeah, I, I, will, I will drop it all in the show notes for, for you guys. And um, yeah, so I'm going to start my day now. You're going to go to bed soon, I guess, right? Because I'm in Florida, you're in Australia, so... I just love that fact that we're able to connect. Um, so, I, so I do love technology. I just, we need our break from it from time to time. So Amanda, thank you for being here. I love you so much. I love your story, your enthusiasm for what you do. Thank you for doing what you do and following your heart and um, yeah, just doing this amazing work and being on my journey with me together. I just love that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, an absolute pleasure and you're a delight and anyone that works with you is very lucky uh thank you so much um and i really love love our inspiration for each other and just to have each other so thank you amanda and thank you dear listeners for listening to this amazing episode and i hope you enjoyed this and i can't wait to be with you on the next one Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, 
then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.